from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, live streaming and broadcasting worldwide, and appreciate you all for tuning in to the show. Very thankful to be able to travel around the country and the world with these interviews and to bring people on, and and Zion Jackson is somebody who is here with me right now. It's his first time on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. He's a 2020 incoming college football wide receiver and coming out of Seminole in Sanford, Florida. He's got a bunch of offers. They include Cincinnati, Marshall, Maryland, Nebraska, North Carolina, South Florida, Central Florida, Florida International, Kentucky Liberty, and Syracuse University. So he's here on the show to talk about that and so much more. Zion, how you doing today? I'm doing great. And Zion, first and foremost for you, just what you could say about you know recruiting. What you, it, it, has it been? What you expected it to be? Is it different? You know, how do you kind of uh, look at recruiting now that you've been going through it for a little bit here? Um, well, recruiting it could be confusing at a lot of points, but um, the most important thing is just finding a place that's um where you're comfortable at and where you feel like that place is family to you because I mean you're gonna have to spend four years there of your life so you want to establish like a relationship with the coaches and obviously with your brothers that you're gonna make there so and so for you you know like you said it's it's got to be the right fit you're gonna be spending a lot of time there and you know, you said it can get confusing. What are the most confusing pieces of it? Is it is it just transparency? Maybe you know, wondering you know if 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 places are being honest with you. Is that what you mean about confusing, or what's the confusing part of it? Um, it's not so much um of like if places are being honest with you. It's just like there's just a lot of other factors that come into it too when picking a place, like family and like what you want to do in life so like at some points it's more than just about football like you got to think about your life after football too when you make a decision like this so for you like you said you know after football and and life in general what what are you looking to study you know on the student side of student athlete what are you looking to do do you know do you have kind of you know something that that you really are interested in and excited about that because football will end one day for you. And, and so you're going to have to have that, that other piece. Do you know what that other piece is? Do you have something that you maybe love as much as football or close to it? Oh, I always wanted to go into like business. Like I'm not sure like what type of business yet, but like I want to do something with business. And, and like you said, you're not sure exactly what, but what interests you about the business world? What's maybe something that, that caught your eye about it, or why would you pick business? Well, I mean, obviously, um, make money, but um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, I just always been, like, the type of person to, like, I want to be, like, in control of things. So, like, if I go into business, like, and I end up opening up my own business or taking over a business, like, I'm in control. 
and for you to to be in control and, and have that you know you go back to the football field and and being in control what would you say are your best attributes the the things that I mean you control the controllables so of what you can control on the field just like you said in business what are the best pieces of your game that are in your control well I mean my main job is just catch the ball so um I mean, if my quarterback puts it out, I mean, that's what I do. I catch it no matter where it's placed. So, I mean, that's one thing I can control, um, catching the ball. And um, uh, I'm a leader, too, because, I mean, a lot of a lot of the younger kids on our team look up to me. And, like, in a way, like, it's, it's kind of like – I don't know how to word it, but, like – in a way, like, it makes me feel good just knowing that, like, what I am able to do on the field inspires younger kids to be like me, especially in the community, too. So when you have, you know, obviously, like you said, leadership is a part of your game as well as your hands. Is there a part of your game outside of that that you feel, you know, is another big element or a big piece in, in your recruiting and, and why these schools want you? Is there something else that sticks out about your game with so many receivers around the country? You know, besides hands and leadership, is there something else that you can really pinpoint that you feel is a huge part of, of what you do on the field that makes you special? Um, I block. Most receivers don't really get in there and really, like, try to block people. But, like, every play, like, I try to murder whoever's in front of me, if it's a run play or a pass play. So that's why I I think that's another big thing, too, because I'm really big on blocking. So you like, and I thought that that was interesting what you said. Not just you know the fact that you, that you block, but you did, you did bring up the fact that not every receiver is going to do it out there. You know, that's receivers want to catch the ball, they want to get the glory of getting the touchdown, but not necessarily block to open up somebody else. And that's important to you. It shows your teamwork, and it also shows your care of not just me, but we. But your words that you said also is that you want to kill whoever's right in front of you. Just speak with me about the dog mentality and that you don't just want to lay out a block, but you want to literally lay somebody out and let them know that you're on the field. Yeah, like, no matter who I play, they're going to they're gonna know who Zion Jackson is after the game. And I'm not trying to sound cocky, but, like, that's the mentality that I have going into every game. Like, you're going to remember me after you play that coming from Zion Jackson from Sanford, Florida at Seminole. Uh, what can you tell me about, you know, obviously being in the state of Florida, there's a lot of success. There's a lot of talent when it comes to the sport of football. Some people think there is no better state than the state of Florida when it comes to recruiting. Let's start there. Would you agree with that? Do you think that Florida allows for the best part of competition? And do you feel like the state has really pushed you to be the best version of yourself? Yeah, I would definitely say that Florida has pushed me to my limits because, I mean, like the heat down here, a lot of people wouldn't be able to, like, do what we do because, I mean, we're out there when it's, like, 90-plus and we're still out there practicing and stuff. So, like, just from that, from a mental standpoint, like, I think people from Florida have, like, a step ahead because, like, we go through – stuff that like other states don't have to go through and then um like talent wise um i wouldn't say like football in general i would say skill positions yeah but like old linemen and stuff like you can find you can find those boys anywhere i mean 
you just gotta have a dog to be alone. But for you, for the skill positions, you feel like at wide receiver, as one of those as an example, that the state of Florida really is a special place for that, in your opinion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, a lot of, well, we have a lot of events, too, where, like, seven on sevens, for example, like, we host a lot of events like that in Florida. So, like, we get more experience at like receiver or like skill positions than like in my opinion in other states and so you're inside of the state of florida you're at seminal what can you tell me about seminal speaking here with zion jackson 2020 wide receiver coming in for college football what is special about seminal what's special about your area area of sanford florida how has being there made you a better player whether it be the coaching staff or your teammates or who you go up against, what can you say you can give some credit to at Seminole for? What what it, what has Seminole done to make you better? Um, Seminole, I mean, it's been unbelievable, especially the community. Um, the the cool thing about the area that Sanford is in, like everybody knows everybody. So in this city, you have unconditional support, no matter who it is, and. Even the coaches, like the coaches know the people in the community and like so on and so forth. So it's just, I don't even know how to explain like the unconditional love that Sanford has shown me and my team. And another big thing about um, our area, everybody on our teams, we all played together since we were like six. So we all have like the chemistry like to play with each other like i know what my what my brother could do on the field and he knows what i could do on the field so like we do stuff like according to that like i do something to set up my brother to, to get a touchdown and he does something to set me up to get a touchdown so and to have that to have that relationship and and that connection, obviously important to show about the team. And, and, and I want to speak with you about that, Zion. You know, we live in a world where there's a lot of me going on, a lot of me in society. How can I advance? How can I be, you know, in the spotlight? You're talking about I set my brother up, he sets me up. Just just to speak on the importance of teamwork to you personally and why it's important to not just focus on yourself but to focus on everybody that is wearing the same jersey on the field with you at any given time. Well, um, to me, football is the ultimate team sport. Um, I couldn't do what I do without my O-line, of course, and my quarterback, and even, like, the stuff in the background, like um, my coach throwing passes to me at practice or running little drills. Like, people don't really think about it, but those things really take effect when you put it into play. So... I mean, I never really have a me mentality. Like, whatever we got to do to win the game, and if it's me scoring or my brother scoring, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, I just want to win. That coming from Zion Jackson, 2020 wide receiver. I want to speak on some of these offers. You did have a commitment to UCF. Just just bring me into uh, what's going on with UCF, with Central Florida, just kind of your your overall thoughts on that. You were verbally committed, and now you have a, an open recruitment here. Just just bring me through the process and, and what happened with UCF and maybe where they stand now. Well, um, first, um, 
I was verbally committed there. And then um, I just felt like the communication wasn't there. So um, we kind of parted ways. But, I mean, the relationship is still there. And we always had a relationship because they're one of the first schools that really started recruiting me. And since it's so close to home and some of my former teammates play there, like, I'm there pretty often. And, I mean... I'm still pretty fond of UCF, but I mean, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> so, so for you to look at that, you know, like you said, we'll see what happens. You were verbally committed, but you weren't, you know, the communication wasn't there. Does UCF still have a, an opportunity with you? I mean, is, is it kind of something that maybe fizzled out or do you feel like maybe they're trying a little bit more now? Is, is there still a chance for UCF in your recruitment? Oh, yeah, there is a chance for sure. I mean, like what I said earlier about, like, family and stuff, like, it's close to home. It's to, I mean, they're they're an up-and-coming program. They're, they're doing big things. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> so, you have Florida International, you have UCF, you have South Florida, all in the state of Florida that have given you an offer what can you say about that? I mean, obviously, you're, you're playing in Sanford. You're not that far out of Orlando, which is by UCF. And then you have FIU and you have South Florida out in Tampa. Your thoughts on, on, on the Florida schools in general? We talked about UCF, so let's discuss FIU and South Florida and just what you think about being offered by these two schools in your state. Um, FIU, um, that's a really cool offer because, I mean, it's in Miami, um, really big city. Um, there's a lot to do in Miami, <laughs> and I mean, it'll be a fun place to play. But I mean, right now I'm not really like set like on a school or anything right now. But um, USF, it's a that's an interesting place. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like it's it's a cool environment. And, um, they're really big on running the ball, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, no, go ahead. uh, So, I mean, it's just, right now, the plan is just take it slow, take some visits, and see where it goes. So, where would you like to, or have you set up any visits at this point? Um, I'm planning on coming up to Syracuse um, after the 24th, so towards the end of the month, and then um, I'm supposed to get up to Maryland, because my family, well, some of my family went to Maryland, so, I mean, that would be a cool place to visit, because just seeing, like, where my family went and stuff, and then um, I'm supposed to go up to Florida, so I might make a trip to Kentucky. So for you, uh, you mentioned Florida and Kentucky and Maryland and Syracuse. I want to get to each of these. Why go visit Kentucky? What do you like about Kentucky? I know you got an offer from them. What What are your thoughts, your connection with Kentucky that would make you want to take a trip there? Um, well, they have a high-powered offense. And, of course, they play in the SEC. So, I mean, that's like some of the best competition that you're going to see. And I'm really big on competition. On competing, I I like to, I like to challenge myself. So, 
So you like the competition, you like the thought of of going to Kentucky. Florida is also in the SEC. Obviously, it's in your state in Gainesville. Uh, they have not offered yet, but what is the relationship like with Florida? You said you might go visit there. Do you get a notion that they could be offering you? Have you built a bridge? Is there a relationship with Florida yet? Kind of bring me into the Florida Gators and their connection to you, if there's a connection there so far. Well, I have a really good relationship with Florida because um, I played for a 7 on 17, and one of our coaches who um, – who coached with us, he um, ended up getting hired at Florida. So I have a pretty good connection with Florida. Um, right now, I mean, I talk to him, but um, I don't really know where where we stand at towards the offer point. But um, just like how I've been saying about it, like all the other stuff, I mean, it's just one of those things you just got to wait and see what happens. Speaking here with Zion Jackson, 2020 wide receiver. Zion, you said you you, were, you would look at going up to Maryland because your family played up there. Besides that, what interests you about Maryland? And, and kind of secondly, does the family connection kind of give Maryland maybe a, a leg up in things that there is history there? So just what you could tell me about what you like about Maryland in general outside of your family and, and if having family connected up there does anything for Maryland in your recruitment. Um, I want to say a leg up because I'm not going to like just put one school above other schools when I haven't visited like other schools yet. But um, it is like a big factor for me that some of my family played up there. And um, I mean, they're, they're, they're another up and coming program. They play in the Big Ten. So, I mean, there's good competition there, too. And um, they have some really cool uniforms. That doesn't really matter, but I mean, <laughs> they have some really cool uniforms. <laughs> so, so that catches your eye. So, yeah. Syracuse, you mentioned them as well. Why do you? Why are you planning? You said after after July twenty fourth, toward the end of the month of July, you're looking to get up to visit Syracuse. Why go visit Syracuse? Um. Well, there. Are, another like up and coming program there well um how do I explain Syracuse they're another upcoming program they have a really high powered offense um they like to sling it around um and a lot of they have really nice facilities like really really nice facilities and um I have a pretty good relationship with the coaches so and, and which, which coach would you say, or coaches at Syracuse, would you say you've built a good relationship with so far? Um, Kirk Martin, the quarterback coach. And and what can you say about Kirk Martin, you know, the, the quarterback coach up at Syracuse? You you talk about having a good relationship. Describe the relationship, you know, what what the relationship is like and, and maybe, you know, his personality with you and whatnot, just what you could say about the connection. Well, he's a very straightforward dude. Very honest, dude. Um, he is reliable because I mean, some coaches like you text them, they don't get around to texting you back. But like, if I text Coach Martin, he he answers. So I mean, it's and I mean, I, I feel like I have to talk to him about like anything too, just not football. So you feel that connection. You you feel the fact that 
you know, you could go beyond football with him. What are what are some things you talk about, you know, in life outside of football with Kirk Martin? What what are maybe some of those things that mean something to you that that he'll talk with you about outside of football? Um. Well, I know I could talk to like about family with him because, um, I don't know. My family's kind of like I've been through a lot with my family, so I know I could talk to him about that. But like, that's like the biggest thing for me with like recruiting, like just making sure my family is like all set with what I want to do and make sure like we're on the same page. So that's a really big thing for me. And you said you've. You've been through a lot with family. What what has some of that adversity taught you? How has it made you a, a better person, not just a, a better football player, obviously, but a better person? Just what you can say about your personal adversity and, and how that's made you elevate yourself. Um. Well, I've seen a lot of adversity in my life. I mean, um, what it taught me is just no matter what happens, um, just control what you can control. And, um, no matter what, be the best person I could be, no matter what's going on. So, I mean, it's just, like, all the adversity in my life, it taught me to, like, channel my pain into football. And you said channel what into football? You cut out with us for a second. Um, to channel my pain into football. And, and how has that worked out for you? Do you feel like football has been a release to, for you? Do you feel like you've been able to take your pain and, and turn it into something positive? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, when I was talking about the community earlier, like, I I used all the pain in my life to do what I do on the football field, to motivate little kids in the community to – be something like cause, I mean in Sanford like there's not really much in Sanford like I mean of course like every place has their hoods and stuff but like I like it feels good to me to be an inspiration for those kids in the hoods to look up to me and like do something in their life to like be a better person so that coming from Zion Jackson here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, 2020 wide receiver. You talked about, you know, the, the connection and you've been talking about people and the community and bringing people together and family and getting on the same page and, and having someone be receptive and that matters a lot to you. Would you say that, that Kirk Martin and Syracuse have been most receptive to you? Do you do you feel like maybe their relationship has has been the biggest one, or is there another school that you feel has has shown you the love as much? Is there anybody that compares to Syracuse? Well, um, UCF, of course, because I'm I'm there a lot, and um, they know like everything that's happened like within my life, and a lot of my former teammates play there, so. Um, they're a really big one for me, too. And Kentucky's kind of there, too. I mean, me and Coach Henshaw have a pretty good relationship. And for you, as you move forward, Zion, I do want to play something fun here before we, we get out of this. But when would you like to kind of make the decision? You were verbally committed to UCF. You still have uh, an open door, it sounds like, 
with them, but you're not committed to anybody right now. When would you like to make that commitment and, and lock it up, so to speak? When would you like this to be done? Do you have a time set in your brain? Is it just kind of fluid and you don't know right now? Uh, how are you looking at your recruiting? Um, right now the plan is um, commit November 2nd um, and then sign with that school in December and hopefully early enroll. So I'll be there in January, be eligible for the spring, and then just take it from there. If you go to a school and you visit, you said you wanted to see Kentucky and, and who's offered, Florida, who hasn't yet, Maryland, who has, Syracuse, who has. If you go on a visit, maybe to one of the other schools, maybe another offer that comes in, if you go on a visit and you fall in love on the visit, could you commit in that moment, or are you still going to wait until November 2nd? I'm still going to wait until November 2nd. <laughs> and, and for you, what's the significance of November 2nd? Um, well, um... All of high school. Um, I don't know why, but every year on November 2nd, something like traumatic uh, happens on November 2nd. Like um, two years ago, my dad passed away on November 2nd. And then a year after that, um, one of my coaches that I was very close with passed away on November 2nd. So I want to do something on November 2nd that's like good, like something. And for you, I mean, to have that, first of all, you know, I'm sorry for the loss of, of the coach and uh, of your coach that you were close to. I'm sorry for the loss of your father. How, how have you navigated that? I know we were talking about adversity a little bit before. Obviously, that weighs into it. But how, how, how do you keep yourself going? I know you said, you know, football channels your pain and whatnot. But, you're, I mean, you're a young man. And to have those things happen to you at any age is going to be tough. How do you stay focused? How do you stay positive? How do you keep yourself going? Um, every day I just try to make them proud in whatever way I can. If it's in the weight room or doing drills by myself or drills with the team or if it's playing a game, I just do my best every time to make them proud. Tell me something that your dad would say to you if he were here today and then something your coach would say. So maybe a, a message from your dad and a message from your coach that passed away, uh, what would they say? And, and, and I will start with your dad. Um, well, my dad, um, I know he'll be really proud of me because um, he always wanted to play college football. And he was a pretty good high school player too, but he, he ended up going to the military. So for him to see like the early stages of my recruitment, um, I know he was proud of me. So, I mean, it's, I know he would say he was proud of me and that he loves me. And um, just to keep doing what I do, keep doing my best at everything. What would your coach say? Um, my coach, um, he would probably say the same thing. He's proud of me. Um, he wants to see me do great things. I mean, just keep doing what I do. I mean, do it for them so that coming to us and zion thank you for sharing that uh, zion jackson 2020 wide receiver and speaking on uh, his father and one of his coaches that are in heaven watching over all of us and and and, and undoubtedly uh, watching over you and 
and helping you in everything in life. So, you know, Zion, before I let you go, I want to jump into something called rapid fire. Been doing it for years here on the show. I get to put you on the hot seat. It's got nothing to do with football. I'm going to ask you three questions, but in fairness, I don't know any other broadcaster that does this. I'm going to let you ask me three questions. So I have to answer your questions and you have to answer mine. So we're both on the hot seat. I'll ask my three, then you ask your three. Are you ready to play? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. My first one to you is, what is, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what food would it be and why? Oh, seafood for sure. Okay. Um, Why? I don't know. Like, it's just always satisfied me. Like, it's just like the taste of it, just the texture. (laughs) I don't know. All right. So seafood's got it. My second one for you is where is your happy place? Where is the place where you feel like you are most content and most relaxed? Uh, On the field, of course. Um, When I'm on the field, like, it's like nothing else in life really matters at that moment. I'm just engaged, focused on the the game, practice, whatever it is. All right, so on the football field, I like that. My final one for you, Zion, is what if you were standing face-to-face with God right now, what would you say to God? Um, I would ask, um, why I, I've been placed with so many obstacles in my life. <laughs> and do you feel like he's still there in your life or, or is that a hard part yeah, for you? For sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's still there. I mean, I always had a relationship with God, so, um, I mean, I I feel like everything happens for a reason, and everything works out for the better, so. Well, it's great to see that, that you would ask him, you know, kind of why or why did this happen and whatnot, but that you still have a relationship speaks volumes about who you are as a person, that you're sad, you're upset, but you still believe. And that is, uh, you know, probably one of the best, if not the best, example that we could set here on the show. Zion, I am now on the hot seat. You are now the broadcaster. This is now your wheel and this is your car to drive. So you got three questions to ask me. Go ahead. Um, if you were trapped on an island, what would be the first thing you would take? If I was trapped on an island, what's the first thing I would take? Uh, I would definitely want to have food and I would want to have... You can only take one thing. I can only take one thing. Oh, man. So I guess if there's no food, I got to have food. So... I guess I would take food and hope that I could, you know, drink the water around the island. So I, I got to survive. So I'm going to go with food. <laughs> All right. Um, if you can get any car, what would your dream car be? Oh, man. So I'm a big Tony Stark fan. And if you haven't seen my goatee, it's a very Tony Stark-esque, very Iron Man so I, I, I would want to have a sports car. I want to have probably the car he had in Avengers Endgame when he pulled up to the Avengers headquarters. Very sleek, you know, gray and black. Very nice. Or I'm really liking the Jeep Wrangler right now, so I'd probably say Jeep Wrangler, maybe a Jaguar. So something something Tony Stark, Iron Man related, or probably a Jeep Wrangler. Um. I don't even know what to ask next. Um, oh, what got you into broadcasting? I have always 
had no problem talking with strangers and, you know, building up a conversation. Uh, I love bringing people together. Uh, I've always been a storyteller. I used to write on my dad's typewriter when I was five. So, you know, I think it's the desire to tell stories. I think uh, bringing people together, uh, using your voice to help people, to share faith. I, I love making people laugh. I love talking to people about about faith and God and, and believing in something that, that matters. Uh, I like being a positive voice. So, you know, really what got me into broadcasting is just my love of talking to people and creating things. I'm really creative and I like to think of myself as original. So it was an avenue for me to just like every single day be able to bring somebody something good and uh, and fun. And, and I love telling stories and I love talking to people like yourself and getting to share these stories and, and seeing you all the way through. So it's just been a very re- rewarding job every single day. And I would like to hope that I'm helping the community in some way. That's actually pretty cool. And that coming from Zion Jackson. Thank you. That coming from Zion Jackson. 2020 wide receiver college football is what he is going to be doing here in the not-too-distant future. He's got a bunch of offers, and he also has another season at in, at Seminole in Sanford, Florida. As always, I appreciate it. I, I thank you know everybody that gets to come on here on the show that gives me a few minutes. So, Zion, I appreciate you being here today, and it would be my pleasure to have you back on the show if you'd like to come back. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll be back for sure. <laughs> All right, that coming from Zion Jackson, man. So, cheers to a good November 2nd this year, and we'll be talking before then. And, and in the meantime, God bless, and I look forward to talking with you soon. All right, same to you, too.